0: The 5AA Sports Show, Rowie and Timmy G.
1: Yeah, it's the Bathurst 1000. It is this weekend, Holden's last hurrah. Joining us, former supercar great six-time Bathurst winner, Mark Scaife. Scaifey, welcome. (laughs) G'day, guys. It's your grand final, is it? Is it your favourite weekend of
0: the year? Oh, look, it certainly is. I mean, it's just got the tradition and the status Um you, know, you guys, as, as sports people, you know, it's a Stop the Nation Day in Australian sport. Mm. We, we love it, and it's one of those places that no other racetrack is like it. So it's it's steeped in the tradition of Ford versus Holden and the nostalgia of the racetrack and probably, you know, a cornerstone of our series for, you know, just on 60 years.
1: Mm. It's been a three-year goodbye for Holden, hasn't it? Um gee, it's here now. Uh, this is the last time we see it on Bathurst, really, isn't it?
0: Well, yes, it is the last time that the brand's been retired. I'm sure, uh, you know, your Adelaide listeners are very au fait with the tragedy of that. Um, It's a holden town, Adelaide, and certainly South Australia, very much a a holden place in terms of the heritage and the social fabric of, of South Australia. So, yes, it's the last time here at Bathurst, but the last time will actually be the tribute cruise, the cruise that we're going to do for the Adelaide event mm. uh, on the streets of Adelaide later this year, so in the first weekend of December. So, it's yes, we, we recognise, you know, last time for Holden at Bathurst, but really the last one will be in Adelaide.
1: Yeah. 35 wins is the history for the red team, which is Holden, blue, Ford 20. I had a look at the history before I got you on, Bathurst, polls, 25 Ford 24 Holden. Be nice if they got a pole to make it 25 squared off, wouldn't <laughs> it? Wouldn't that just be, I don't know, poetic if you like?
0: well it would be wouldn't it i mean it's um it it's it, it's weird because qualifying at bathurst means very little you right. know i mean it's it's so great to be the fastest and to, you know to go out in the top 10 shootout and get pole position and to it's you know something that's a, a real badge of honor uh, for the team and especially for the driver um but in re, in reality it doesn't mean a lot uh, for a thousand k's um, but but again, it, it's the bragging rights, the mm-hmm. gamesmanship. It, it's it's how much you can intimidate everybody even before you start by having the car the fastest. And you know there were there were years here where we concentrated on having the fastest car in every single session. So you know when you when you wheeled out from day one, you wanted to impose or you stamp your authority uh, on the event and and car speed at this place. As, as weird as it is for a thousand K's, um, is still, you know, it's it's almighty. It's the king. If you if you're the fastest, you know, in that closing hour of the race, uh, it makes a big difference.
1: You did twenty five Bathurst. Apologies I didn't look this up, Skafi, but I reckon you don't. I said you'd won six. How many times were you on pole? Uh five. Okay. And did you win so, it every time you started on pole?
0: Uh no, not every time. Okay. No. But but it was it was one of those ones where, again, Starting at Bathurst, it, it's it's a very weird concept because we know when we line up and you're sitting there, the emotion and the anxiety of starting at Bathurst is definitely higher than anywhere else because you know you're in for a war. You know, you just know it's going to be a hard day, and when you do line up. Often, what happens is the first five laps of the race, the red mist descends for the drivers. It's like a five lap. It's like a five lap sprint. Yes, so the, the, the craziness that unfolds in the first five or ten laps is just out of control. So, the, the the level of angst and, as I said, that emotion when the national anthem's on and you climb aboard, you know, before the start, um, there's no other feeling in this country that that's like it, and it's a, it's a it's a pretty special moment when yeah. um, you, know, you get underway at the big at the big race.
1: The Mighty Roar. How much does rain, I don't know, even up the race or record? Who who are the mudlarks, Scafie.
0: Uh Plenty of them. Um, I mean, I, I think I was just we just had a television meeting planning out the weekend, and one of the things I said to everybody is that coming into this race as a dry race, there's probably five or six red-hot contenders and probably ten that could win. Okay. But if you come in as a wet race, there's probably 10 runners that could win and maybe 15 Ooh. outside if you if you, if you you took it to a next extremity. And the reason for that is that when it's wet, there's propensity for more mistakes and other, other things to unfold. So you'll get a couple of favorites that'll crash out or they get caught up with each other or whatever. You'll also get a couple of people, some that come to mind like Dave Reynolds, Will Brown, uh, Andre Heimgartner, some of those guys are really, really good in the wet. To your point about being mudlarks, they're exceptionally good in the wet. And they may not have been fast enough in a pure dry race. So so what it does, it tends to breed, you know, more potential winners. And, you know, if it stays wet for the weekend, we're in for an absolute cracker.
1: Oh, ho, ho. Cinderella story, Scafid. I don't know whether you believe in Joel Selwood did. Um, Loungey's had 28 drives. The best is Jim Richards with 35, Brocky 32. There's talk it might be his last as a co-driver of the mountain. He won his first Bathurst back in 1996. Could he finish it? Could he bookend it with a win? Is he a chance, Scaifey?
0: He absolutely is a chance. In fact, I I spoke to Roland Dane earlier today about it, the the team boss. These conditions, so if it was dry, Craig probably, if he he finished in the top five, would be a really good result. But mm. but given these conditions, given his experience, given his car control, given his innate ability to, to drive the cars when the conditions are varying, he's a big chance. He just needs to be in the car at the right time. So okay. what, what one of the things about this, this race is the co-driver has to do a minimum of 54 laps. The lead driver can do no more than 107 laps of the 161. So what you've got to do for lounge. Is put him in at the business end of the day. You okay. put him in when you when you know that you're going to get the best from him and and let him have a crack at it.
1: Oh, 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 oh scapy! Well, I like this Brock Feeney. Um He's driving with Jamie Wincup. That's a team. Is he one of the up and coming stars?
0: Oh, for sure. He's only yeah. 19 years of All age. Right. He's done a great job. And he's you know he's done a really good, solid job in his first season. I mean, got to be fair because he he's, he's come in in one of the absolute plum rides. Correct. He hasn't had the He hasn't had to come through a couple of the other junior teams, you know, in supercars to get through. He's, he's been straight away into Jamie Winkup's seat. So you don't get much better than that. Um, but it'll be an interesting weekend for Brock Feeney because, um, Jamie Winkup is actually his teammate, the seven time champion is his Mm. teammate. And, and for Brock, I think he'll learn a lot from Jamie over the weekend and just in terms of his preparation Mm. and the way that Jamie goes about it, because this is a weekend, if, if it's wet, where the ultimate professionalism kicks in. It's not yeah. it, its not as physically taxing, but it's far more mentally taxing. Yeah. You, you, you do every lap. I'm, I'm not joking. If it's a wet race and it's properly wet, there'll be 10 times a lap, maybe more, where you think you might crash. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so if, if you're in the game at that point and you know that you're on the verge of crashing mm. everywhere, you will, you will, at some point, fire in the fence. Yeah. So you've got to be really, really careful about not overdriving it, but also staying within contact of the leaders and buying a ticket for the last hour.
1: Oh, goodness, we love it, don't we? Frosty <laughs> Summerass, he's 20th Bathurst in a row. That's a fair effort, isn't it?
0: Yeah, it is, and he, he will do a good job. Uh, again, he's one of those guys, um, when it's wet, he drives the car well, and... As I said when we first started talking, I think it probably doubled the potential winners for the weekend. So, Mark Winterbottom, he's got Michael Caruso with him. So mm-hmm. Michael Caruso is a, is a ripper. Both um, two are really experienced old heads. They 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 will make the least amount of mistakes of a lot of guys in the field. Um, so yeah, put your put your uh, little each way bet on the back of Trosty and, and Caruso because it's probably not a bad combination.
1: Shane Van Gisbergen, if he wins, he stitches up the championship. Because we've got Adelaide here, the ultimate last race, I want to go to the wire. What's the likelihood of that? Well, he's got
0: 425 points now. If he gets to 600 points, he can wrap it up. So yeah. so it's not really even if he just wins. He's actually got to get 75 points on Cam Waters. Um, I don't know whether that's really possible this weekend. I, I would like to think not. Um but again, the, the risks this weekend, it, remember, it's 300 points for one race. So if Van Gisbergen crashes out or whatever or doesn't finish, the whole complexion of the championship changes. Mm. So yes, the target, everyone's talking about this mad 600-point lead, which, which given his form is, is worth considering. But at the same time, if your glass half empty, you've got to say you might not come out with that sort of lead.
1: Oh, I cannot wait. Scaife, you love chatting to you, mate. Can't wait to see uh, Bathurst this weekend and then we get you guys over here at Adelaide. It's the best race of the year. Thanks for your time. No problem. Thanks, guys
0: Mark Scaife, you can tune into all the action Bathurst 1000 on the dedicated Fox Sports Channel 503 The main race Sunday is around 11.15 Adelaide time And the streets are calling for the Varlo Adelaide 500 We are 56 days, 7 hours 45 minutes there away The 5AA Sports Show Rowie and Timmy G